I just want to give you a bit of an insight into the AFL Enjoys team. We're a bunch of unique individuals, Matza, Svenda, and Dean. We're going to engage with our minds and our hearts. We're going to exchange ideas, thoughts, and even our energy. And to speak from your heart, you need to have courage. You need to be honest and authentic. We're not always going to get it right, and sometimes you're not going to agree with us. But that's okay, because just like you, we care. Just like you, we're passionate about the game. So if you want to come along for the ride, join us at the AFL Enjoys podcast, because we really enjoy the footy. Hello and welcome back to the AFL Enjoys podcast. We have a definitive trade period preview to get through today. Ad-free, unlike trade radio, where you're listening to ads three quarters of the time. True, true. Definitive is a strong word, but yeah, uh, I well, like that. And you got through it pretty well, dude. Thank well you. Done. I know. That's one of, that's one of Dino's... I would have slipped my tongue a hundred times on that. <laughs> that is one of Dino's best intros of all time, I oh, think. Uh, appreciate it, boys. Yeah. It's almost so good. You've got to do it again. <laughs> no, no, no please, please don't. Please don't. <laughs> well, you know what? I've been really excited for the last couple of weeks, knowing that this is my time to shine in off-season. I've been waiting for it all year. Mm. North's obviously going to have a big say in it. Carlton, maybe. We'll see. They've got to get better. We'll see what they're trying to do to improve. But free agency started on Friday, boys. We're recording now on a Sunday afternoon. Tomorrow is when it all kicks off. Trade period. Mm. Two weeks of absolute chaos because all the trades need to essentially be done until draft night when some picks can fly around. But the players are going to get done Probably most this week and then the tricky ones next week. We're looking mm. at you, Essendon, and probably Port. Yeah, um, true. They're, we know how Dodora likes to hold people up for uh, <laughs> as much value as he can get. Right. You know, No one overrates his players higher than him. He's the only so. list manager that is like a household name. Yeah, because, I know. How do we know him, man? That's how because do we know him? He's, he's above the players, this guy. Mm. Wants all the attention. Fan. Not a fan. No, yeah, not neither, at all. Neither. Like, um, but yeah, so I thought what we would do, I've written some notes essentially going through the ladder um, positioning. So obviously Collingwood, Brisbane and so on. Mm. And maybe just look at what's been confirmed so far, what the rumors are. Mainly just giving our opinion though. Obviously, a lot of it's been reported all week. So won't go into that too much. But yeah. mainly just how you guys think mm. it'll benefit or um, or hurt potentially the team depending if they're losing the guy. So mm. just broke actually about half an hour ago. Taylor Adams requesting a trade to Sydney. Yes. That's a huge one. Yes. How much like, what's the psychology? Like I want to kind of understand, obviously he's really unlikely to miss out on the, the premiership. Usually if a player plays in the premiership, it kind of closes that chapter, they're fulfilled and they go, all right, there's another opportunity at another team. I feel free to kind of go and teams are happy to let players go after they win the flag and kind of mix it up a bit. But he missed out and he's still going. So obviously I just wonder what's going through his mind at the moment. What do yeah, you think? I think it was, it's got to do with years of how much the contract is going to be, which okay. is, if that's the case, fair enough. But I think there's a clear like spot in a Sydney mm. midfield rotation as well. So it means that, you know, he, you know, does a bit more grunt work, you know, and it also links to the Brody Grundy situation where they were a pretty formidable duo, you know, um, you know, Ruckman to mm. Ruckman to inside mid duo. So, you know, he goes up with a mate, so he's not going up to Sydney by himself. And also he's lived in Sydney before. So he was yeah, a GWS true. player. So That's true. you know what I mean? Like it's not too foreign to him to go over there and live. So look, hey, good on him. You know, he's probably going to get paid a bit more because Sydney, for some reason, have millions to spend on players. Mm. They had like, I think, it was, did you guys see what they offered, what they were going to offer to Norton? 
Norton Morton. Morton. Yeah, they were going to offer him like 11 mil over 10 years or something. That was the The rumor. next buddy trade. I know, exactly, man. They needed someone to replace, you know, the buddy contract. That so. would have been ridiculous. He's not worth that. No nah, way. Nah, I agree. Um, that's some good nah. points there, Matt. So I guess it's interesting as well. Just the immediate reaction I was seeing from the Collingwood fans is that they're sort of like wishing him well. It's hard to see why they would react otherwise though because they've just won the flag without him. So they clearly don't need him. Um I do think though yeah, there is it's a from a position of of joy as opposed to a position of being yeah exactly yeah. and there is a spot in that Collingwood team for him I mean if he's fit Lipinski is not playing in that grand final straight up yeah um, true so interesting one I think you're right though with the Sydney history that he has the Grundy thing we don't I'm not too sure but maybe somewhat um, it can only help Sydney though because they've got Warner Goulden which are a little bit more outside obviously mm. than in yeah um, I'd say Warner's kind of the uh, both of those guys are like fluid that can go both. Mm. Warner probably more inside. Yeah, he's, he's, the, per, he's the best player. Mm. But some of his best stuff that you'll see is when he's extracted the ball and then he's pushing from inside to out. Mm. So I think that will help him a lot. Mm. Um, so I guess, yeah, massive move for Sydney. Good on them. They're mm. responding pretty well to the disappointment of this year, I would, mm. I would have thought. It almost feels like Taylor Adams wants the Tom Mitchell role. You know what I mean? The inside mm. inside position. And obviously, that was taken by Tom Mitchell at uh, Collingwood. So, I guess it didn't really work out for him in that regard. But, yeah. No, I think it's a good move for both Taylor Adams and for Sydney. What do you think the deal needs to be? Like, picks-wise? Well, assuming he's fit, he's worth a late first rounder, in my opinion. But... Oh, I think a second rounder. Yeah, he's but old. he's not, he's right? Old, he's right? older and he's not. So, it's got to be a second rounder, yeah. I would have thought. If it was three years ago, yeah, first round pick. But now, yeah, second rounder. We'll yeah. do, should do the job. Um, that's all I've really got for Collingwood. No one's really been linked to join them so far. No. Um, but their season did end later, so it's probably understandable. True. They they haven't had a chance to get to work probably and, you know, get yeah. there. You know. <laughs> they still haven't made it back to the to training. Yeah, true. No, um, no, no one's in the office there. Um, yeah. They did make some delistings though. So, Trey Rusco and Bianco was an interesting one as well. Yeah. Um, which when he's played, he's been okay, but their yeah. team's just too stacked mm. to fit him. He could be a rookie listed player. I think somewhere. he might get picked up somewhere. Mm. Yeah. I think he's from memory. He's not that quick, and he's not that good inside. I don't really know exactly what his role is, um, but you know, yeah. someone will probably take a flyer on him. Um, and the Pies do have picks 18, 36, 75, and ninety three. So those late ones are essentially going to be passed in. You would have thought. Um, so eighteen and thirty six. That's interesting. Probably something in the middle of there is where they want to be. For the um, like receiving a pick, they I probably just pick the best player that's available and just bring him into the system. Yeah, they mm. can afford to be pretty like chill about it. Yeah, it's best. Yeah, best available. Don't yeah. have to. There's no real position of need for them. Mm. I think that's not at that. this stage. No, it's yeah. not really screaming out like you know. Yeah, perfect boys. Um, so Brisbane finished second. They've they're going to get Tom Duday, which is interesting. Yeah. Um. Yeah, what are your thoughts on that one? Obviously, their defense is pretty good. I don't think that was the problem in the grand final loss, but definitely mm. strengthens them, I think. Yeah. The only thing that I'm intrigued about with that move is the fact that Dude, he's kind of an interceptor slash lockdown. So I don't know I don't know exactly what role he's going to play for them, but does that open up Jack Payne to another team or Darcy Gardner? Well, know, that's a good or, point. Or are, they, are they like, doing that preemptively, you mm, saying, just yeah. in case something else moves? Because Jack Payne has been linked to other team, hasn't he? I haven't sure. seen too much, um, but it, it wouldn't surprise me if that's maybe they know something we don't, mm. and they're sort of just yeah stacking up in mm. that event because he'll probably get he's probably not being paid much at all, Jack Payne, and he he'll be worth more 
when he's ready to renew. Yeah, I think that one game where he held Kerno to what one or two goals, that enough mm. gets you a big contract. Yeah, you mm. know, um, he had a great year. He did, he did, man. He, he, I remember at one stage like he was getting like the AFL broadcasters they were like they were losing it with uh, Jack Payne, and fair enough, he was they were giving him his flowers and well deserved. <laughs> they just discovered it, what, who he was, and they decided <laughs> to talk about him. Yeah. Fair enough, man. Um, so hey, I'd like he's a player that you take at North, man. I'll tell you that. Oh, absolutely. You know? For sure. Um, now, they've got Dev Robinson actually re-signed. He was almost yeah. going to go to the Eagles, which was interesting. Um, He's got to continue his modeling career in Gold Coast. Yeah, true. He's built up too much of a celebrity now. The sun's too good up there for him. Yeah. You know? You've got to get the um, right lighting for the photos. True. true. So, um, Dane Zorko is still unsigned, which is interesting. He might retire, might sign on. Um, uh, look, I get the feeling that he'll go again. We'll see. Um, yeah. You know, depend, like, cause he, I know he's been getting injured at random points, but... When he plays, he's still damaging. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and actually, Tom Fullerton is requesting a trade to Melbourne, yeah. which is interesting. So, Melbourne losing Grundy, replacing that sort of tall depth with Fullerton. Um, yeah. Do you guys know much about him? Run no. forward. That's all I know, to be honest with you. you know, I know the name from Supercoach and that's it. Like, mm. Look, he's at this stage, he's probably a depth piece, but you know, time will tell. Like, Who knows? Maybe he's a better forward than what we know and that Maybe he'll pair up with a uh, Van Rian. Who knows? It's possible. I mean, Brisbane's had pretty good tall depth for a while now. So mm. the fact that he even did manage to play a few games over the last couple of years probably suggests that he's a decent mm. um, guy to take a chance on. Maybe it's not uncommon for like second-rate big men to just go to different teams and just try them out. Like you see how many times Hickey went to different teams and this, this type of stuff. So Ruckman, mm. Ruckman just move yeah. to wherever is needed. Mm. Yeah. Um, so the Brisbane draft picks, they've got 27 as their first pick, then 46, 56, 62, 70, and 92. So you would have thought either they'll just sit there and take someone at 27 or that maybe they could move up a couple picks to the earlier 20s. Yeah. Look, it um, wouldn't surprise me if they even traded into next year so they can get the um, Levi Ashcroft picks. Yeah, true. I think that's something that they might think about. If there's not someone that they really need, I'd just, yeah, trade into next year and get more points. Mm. But. Yeah. What what do what would they need to take their game to the to the premiership? Like they got so close. I don't know if there's like there's no big fish to take. Yeah, probably not. So yeah, I don't to be honest. I don't think there's any like glaring position of need. That's in right. My eyes. They that's might right. just take like a young ruck to just slowly develop in the background or something. Yeah. No, I, I don't mind um, that. And there, there's a couple around that twenty-seven mark from memory. Yeah. Um, I think it's Edwards and. And this might be a green or something. I can't remember. There's yeah. a couple Ruckman around thereabouts. Yeah, yeah there's always available. a couple. Yeah. Um, cool. And then, so Port Adelaide, these guys are going to be busy, right? So they've had Radagalia, Zerk Thatcher and Jordan Sweet request trades to them. Um, Lysette and Tickle are going to go. The interesting thing is they don't have their first round pick this year. So bringing in Radagalia, Zerk Thatcher and Sweet with essentially, what's their first pick? Sorry, boys. It'd be in the second round. Um, yeah, it would be. So, late 20s. They're just trying to shore up their defense, which has been an issue all year, right? Mm. So, their first pick's 38, actually. Then oh, 44, wow. 71, 89. So, they've got only their next year first round pick as mm. anything valuable. Yeah. So, that that will probably get split into maybe a couple seconds, like high-end seconds, you'd think. Mm. So, they can try to facilitate those moves. Look, I, to be honest, I can see the vision. Like, Asava taking the first you know, key forward. Zerk Thatcher taking the next one and then Alira Leah as the um interceptor. Mm. I, I think it's a it's a good plan. In saying that, none of these dudes, 
including Jordan Sweet, right? None of them are really like cemented, you know, established AFL players. No. You know, like um, we see the potential in Asava. You see the, the potential in Zerk Thatcher. But it's not like these are two, three-year, uh, four-year veterans in those positions. Mm. Um, Sweet has what? handful of games at AFL level. Yeah. Um, but is he going to come in and be first ruck? Yep. Well, they've got no Lysette or Tequel now, so who's who's there? It's, well, g- it's going to be They him. don't want to be playing Finn Lace and ruck anymore. Mm, I don't know. They tried to get Grundy, failed, so... Yeah. Jordan Sweet's been a really good VFL ruckman. And you can, like, whenever I've watched, like, the Bulldogs play in the VFL, he's a monster, you know what I mean? But can he, can that translate to the AFL level? Will it be enough? Like, maybe. It might be. Sometimes you just need the ruckman to just compete hard. Mm. Right, just be like a presence, like Mark Pittenett for Carlton. He's not a talented ruckman; he's just a big boy. So, but yeah, with with Jonas re- retiring, I think Trent McKenzie is he. I don't think he's that good of a defender. He's he's, he's pretty old. Yeah, he's so they're kind of just replenishing their backstocks, which is a big need for them. Mm. So the interesting thing there is they there's rumours that Xavier Dersma might be available to um, a higher bidder, so that they can get some picks in to then get the guys they want to bring in. Now, obviously, Dersma's not been exceptional in the last year or two, but coming out of that draft for the first two years of his career, he was really good. He's a killer runner too. Like he had like some seventeen-kilometer games in his first year, which is elite of elite. It's crazy yeah, stuff. So. Yeah, that's insane. Um, so for me, it's like, oh, is Zerk Thatcher and Radagalia that important that you lose someone like an elite runner? Runners in the AFL are so valuable these days. I don't know. I'm a bit. I'm questioning the ambition. I, I see it, but also at the same time, if you're losing key players and bringing in some key players, are you really getting better? I don't know. Time will tell. I think the harder the it's harder to find. I think the the key position stocks though. Yeah, true. Well, even Ollie Wines is not that. There's a bit of noise there that's not going away. So, man, if you're losing a Brownlow Medal winner, I know he's not at the top of his game currently, but geez. Mm. Um, yeah, look, I was saying this you know, off the pod, but I don't think Wines and Horn Francis can really coexist mm. in the same center square because neither of them are just like highly energetic two-way running players like mm. um Horn Francis does the flashy running you know the tackles and you know and bursting forward but he's they're not I don't know maybe maybe Horn Francis you know needs to build up that engine and he doesn't quite have it yet but I, I yeah. don't know well he's only had two preseason so we'll give him some slack on that but yeah on, um, do we have to really give him slack no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give him some slack. Ah, there we go. George gives him but some slack. But yeah, the oh. thing about Port is their midfield's kind of their future midfield is established with mm. with two superstars already, mm. and then with George, uh, Jason Hom Francis coming up, and then they've got um, who? What's what's the name of the uh, the Drew? Drew yeah. Drew's what I'm looking for. Who's kind of the tough kind of mm. contested? Who's still young? So that's their midfield. Mm. Wines has had an exceptional Brownlow season, but the couple of years before that weren't very good. He's kind of just folded back into a good player. It was I, a surprise Brownlow as well. Let's be fair. Did anyone predict that? I think I think he was. He got thirty six votes, which is re- mental. Yeah, yeah, true. Rest in peace, Bont. <laughs> On, <laughs> On thirty three, misses out again. Uh, anyway, uh, but I, I don't think Wines is crucial. Is Boat going around again as well? Yeah, yep. But that's just depth. That's just in case of injury. So mm. yeah, I don't know. I, I think if I was Port, I'd be happy to lose Wines for the right price. Interesting. Mm. I guess we'll see. It's one of those ones you won't know till it happens. There's the question. Who would you rather lose, Dersma or Wines? It just depends on price. I think like you said, with the current formation of the midfield moving forward, it would have to be Wines in my opinion. Mm. Um, but does Port need a running 
wingman. They've got Amon. And who's the other no, wingman? No, Amon's no, Amon's at Hawthorne. Yeah. They've oh. got um, uh, Bergman, who's pushing more and more into the midfield. They've yeah. got, um, obviously, Houston's around. I don't know if he's specifically on a wing. But he played more midfield this year. Yeah. I think you can't have enough elite two-way runners. That's my opinion. Because they're versatile as well. You can play them on either flank. And Port, um, like they got rolled over in the finals because all their star talents like running one way more than they do the other. That's as much as we love Butters and Rosie, they're not giving as much of that. They got slaughtered out of the middle. Yeah. yeah. Like if they don't win it, then it's going the other way. So. But Wines was in that final. He didn't, did he have an impact? That's what I'm saying. That's why I would be more keen to keep Dersma because I feel like he's more contributing in the other side of the game that they might need to balance out with their team. But that's just my opinion anyway. Mm. So who's their other winger? I forgot Amon left, but like, yeah. Did Houston play in the wing? He probably did a bit. Uh, I feel like it was Bergman mainly. Bergman. I feel like Bonner when he played, but he got delisted as well. Yeah, so true. That was a recent delisting. I don't, I don't even know, man. I don't even know. Um, We're missing a player? Dylan Williams was playing on the, def- the he defense. He was defense. Um, yeah. Anyway. Anyway, it doesn't matter, but... Look, they could probably look... The fact that we can't figure out who their wingers are, <laughs> Dersma's probably a good one to keep. <laughs> but, you know... Interesting. Well, they're going to be... I think a lot of these moves are going to go well into next week as some of those late trades. Yeah. Um, there's just a lot to play out before they can get all the picks that are necessary. Um, so, Melbourne, they've got some interesting stuff happening here. I don't know if this is going to mean anything for them really, but Jordan out to the Swans and Harms likely to the Dogs and then Fullerton in, which we mentioned before, and McAdam from the Crows. Look, I... I don't mind the McAdam one. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit different. Yeah, adds a bit of you know some more class into the forward line. Pair him up with Fridge. It's interesting. And Malksham being injured, mm, you can yeah. take that role. Yeah, the thing I, I don't, uh, James James Jordan don't care about too much for their purpose. For Sydney, it's good for them. Don't think it matters too much. But I don't like Harms going to Western Bulldogs, man. Mm. I just I, I'm how s- is he going to get more game time there? That's the thing. I, I don't understand it. Like all of us, are they going to change? Libba's position, Bont's position. Is McRae going to still play on the wing? Like, are they not going to use McRae in the middle? Like, they've got guys waiting in, in like, literally in the wings yeah. to play inside midfield. Bailey Smith as well. Bailey Smith. What, why? Well, you know what? We're on the topic of the dogs now. So let's just skip a few teams temporarily because I agree with you wholeheartedly. Mm. This is the dogs again, in my opinion, recruiting in ways that I don't think actually benefits them. Like, mm. we're looking at, they're actually going to get Caulfield as well. And I like Caulfield. He's been injured, but when he plays, I reckon he's a pretty good player. Yeah, he's a defender. Um, he, he's had most of his career has been injured with ACLs. Yeah. And but again, I think they're pretty well placed in that half-back line. Like, obviously, you've got um, Jure's there as a ball-playing defender. Ed Richards, you've got... Um, you said, did you say Dale? D- sorry, I didn't say him yet, but yeah, yeah sorry, Dale. Dale um, yeah. Who's your boy, Crozier? Crozier, yeah. Crozier, he's, he's Crozier's solid. potentially been linked to Carlton. Oh, okay, that's interesting. interesting yeah, oh. I don't mind Crozier. A little bit of an in, like okay. Interceptor. So if they lose, they've someone... still got Daniel as well, Hashbula. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if they lose a few of them, fair enough. But I just feel like they're happy to just bring in whoever wants to come to them. Which, to an extent, I guess you just do it if they're talented. Mm. But they wouldn't have to give up anything for harm, though. So there's also you also look at what you get. Like if you're if it's just a random third round or something mm. and you're getting harms, right? what is harms doing? I don't know. But if they're not throwing the farm at it either, then maybe it's not too crazy. But I don't understand mm. the decision. Yeah. yeah. Unless they've told harms, look, we have this half-forward role for you that we we can, we see you fulfilling. I don't think you'd want to do that. But like maybe 
Maybe they've got a, like a vision for him, whereas at Melbourne he was just sort of floating around and he was fringe. The um, dogs just need a new coach, man. That's what <laughs> they need to recruit a coach. Thank you, not a player. No, nah, thank you. I, I agree. I think his credits have run out. Like his yeah. premiership. Like let's be fair. When you win a premiership, it was it his first year or second year, whatever it was. Second, I think. It was it was a very early premiership. And it was, you know, it was, a, I'm not going to say a lucky premiership, but it was out of nowhere. You know what I yeah, mean? It's it like, look at this coach bringing out the best in this young team. He just hasn't really done it since. Well, they, like, in my opinion, they need a coach who does like what Kingsley did at the Giants, which is, what's your best skills? I'm going to play you there. Mm, exactly. Just enough stuffing around. We've, we've mentioned it all year, but I don't see how these moves really benefit. We're on Melbourne, so we'll go back there. I don't see how it moves the needle for Melbourne or the Dogs, to be honest. It seems like just both of those teams, at the moment, a bit of nothing sort of stuff. Yeah. In my well, look, they they might get a... See, the second rounder or whatever they're going to get out of Grundy is just going to go into one of those meh trades. Yeah, they're probably going to the McAdam, you know. Yeah. yeah. Probably go to McAdam, which isn't too bad, but... Um, yeah. What about Oliver? Yeah, that was pretty crazy. Uh, I was excited for a bit there. Look, I initially thought this is the biggest load of shit, right? Yeah, it has to be. And then all of a sudden, there was some real. There was there was too much smoke. There was too much smoke. So you know, um, and then you know, obviously, it went back the other way. We realized, okay, nah, they just they said to him, you know, hey man, we want we love you. We want you to stay. Just stop doing so much dumb stuff. Um, yeah, could you imagine if Adelaide got their hands? Mm. On the best midfielder in the comp. Yeah. That, well, that's something that changes. You, 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 uh, Adelaide gave up two first round picks for Gibbs, uh, <laughs> which is fine, so fun in hindsight. But that he's the type of player you give around two first round picks for and just Amazing. transform your team. Mate, in the M- in the NBA, they they give out like four, five first round picks, which they which is not allowed in the AFL. But that's yeah. the sort of player you do. But for. they can go years into the future. Whereas yeah. if that was allowed in the AFL. He would demand that as well. But anyway. ten, yeah. ten first rounders for all of them. Um, yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. The interesting thing though with Melbourne is they actually do have picks five and thirteen because of the Luke Jackson oh, stuff. So yeah. they're well stacked. There's rumors they're gonna try get closer to number one, if not number one, or mm-hmm. um when you consider that they're a top four team and have been for a few years now, the fact that they have a bit of flexibility there to land a big fish potentially. What do they need? Um, mm-hmm. You know, I was going to ask you, Dean, out of the like, because you're a big draft fan, who in the top five to 10 range would you want them to get for, with their pick five? If they were to just not make any trades, okay. pick a player who might drop to them. Because I, I, I have one in my head. I'll say none of the mids, the, the pure mids. I think they're okay there for a while. Hmm. Um, Viney, Viney polled so well in the Brownlow. So he's still, votes. yeah, he's doing well. Petrarco and Oliver, obviously good. So I think maybe a Dersma who can hit the scoreboard if he's still around. Mm. Um, it's a good question. See, I is there any keys? The wizard, not uh, really. the wizard would be good in their forward line as well because they need a bit more damaging mm. scoreboard players. Yeah, it's funny because I actually thought the opposite. I think that they should go for midfield depth because after Viney, Oliver. Petrarca, it's Brayshaw. like Brayshaw. Brayshaw is a bit more versatile. He can play mm. in the defense, right? I feel like you go for someone like Riley Sanders. Oh, he'd be beautiful there. He honestly, like, because you don't have to put any pressure on the guy. He'll just come in, maybe plays a little bit on the wing and replaces mm. what Jordan, um, yeah, James Jordan gave you there. But then mm. when he plays in the guts, you know, he can give those um, big boys a spell. Hard runner both ways. I think that's the one. Well, they could them. even just go for Nate Caddy. And just yeah. get a young forward who might grow another couple centimeters. Mm. He's already one ninety two, but 
the forward line could do some work as well. So yeah, true. No, it's fair. Actually, yeah, Nate Caddy's a good one as well. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, that's that's exciting for them, man. Mm. Like, and they've been heavily rumored to try to move up to one. So who knows if that's going to happen? Yeah, That'd interesting. Be crazy. Very interesting. That. Um, cool. Now the Blues, George. So the only real in that's been linked. Uh, you mentioned Crozier. I hadn't heard that one yet. But um, Elijah Hollands, Ollie yeah. Hollands' brother from Gold Coast. Yeah, it's obviously the the brother factor. Um, I don't I don't know much about Elijah Hollands other than the fact that he's highly talented, but we haven't seen much of him. How many games he played for Gold Coast? Like ten games. Handful. Like he um in his draft year, we're watching pretty closely. Me and Matza. That was the uh, North took Will Phillips. Will Phillips yeah. Um, I reckon Hollands would have been a top three pick if he didn't get injured. He had a knee injury yep. going into that draft, so he's never really shown what he can do at Gold Coast yet. So the answer is he could be a really explosive half forward scoreboard hitting midfielder. But yeah. I don't know if he's going to ever hit that potential. Is he more um, of a forward half player or is yes. he a pure mid? More forward half. Well, then yeah. that kind of makes sense then, doesn't it? Yeah, I think it's actually quite a good move for you guys. If you can get him for like a second round pick or something, mm. there's worse like chances you could take on someone than a young kid that's not really mm. done anything yet. So It is interesting with Carlton because we looked at these teams. What do they need to do to improve, right? Mm. Carlton made a prelim. That's a good effort. But where does the improvement come from? I don't think you can rely on like a Elijah Hollands to turn yourself into a premiership team. So obviously Carlton needs to find a way to develop the players within the team to get better. Um, so is their strategy to just top up with some potential, with some talent to see if what they can make of it? Probably, because they don't have a lot of chips, right? They don't have a lot to play with. Well, you've got pick 16 and then really late, like 65 and a couple even higher. So, so let's just say just pick 16. You've got. And then it comes, well, you've got, you've got to get rid of Fisher. Yeah, Fisher so to North. North has to give something to Carlton and then Paddy Dow as well. So you'll probably have 16 for Fisher, probably something early 30s maybe. Mm. And then Dow, who knows, maybe it's the same, maybe later, like 40s. Yeah, mm. so they're going to want to try maybe the Fisher Fisher for Hollands. Yeah, that pick. Yeah. That's probably fair, man. Yeah. Because they're not going to give up 16. No, no 16, way. No. We just go to the draft with 16, I think. Just mm. take – that'll end up at – 20? Yeah. Uh, I feel like they'll probably be a half-decent, like, small-slash-medium forward that can, mm. you know, give a bit of goal now. Yeah. You know? I think I think that's probably what, yeah, what I think you guys so. might need. Like, other than that, the team's pretty well settled. Like, it's a settled team, yeah. I just, mm. uh, I don't know. I don't know. There's no, there's not a lot of big fish in this draft, right? Like, if there was some small forward that, no, sorry, not in the draft, in, in the trade period. So, mm. if there was some superstar small that wanted to leave, I'd be asking Carlton to sell the farm for him. Mm. But look, it could come out of nowhere. Like, did any of you guys have an inkling of Taylor Adams well, that's right. leaving? So, there might be someone just out of nowhere that goes, you know, hey, I mm. want to go to this club or that club. Like, I think the Blues kind of know what their team is and what their identity is. So, mm. they can probably make a pretty educated decision on what it is they need. It'd be interesting to see what they do, though. But I wouldn't be surprised if they just get rid of Fisher and Dow, who are kind of fringe players that have some cu- current currency, and just go to the draft and see what they can get. We, you, it's if you nail a draft pick, an early draft pick. You saw what like um, Hollands did for us this year. Mm. He's a pick eleven, which is a high pick, but he's nailed down a wing role, and in his first year had a big impact. Yeah, like young players really rejuvenate the list. So if they can find a way to to nail that first round pick mm. for uh, someone that's coming through the draft that, that has some talent, yeah. get Holland as well and then just find a way to build from within. And that's typically what the better teams do in the draft is they can be a lot more clear about what they need. They know where their improvement areas are mm. and you can just get the best guy that does that specific skill that you need. So 
the chance of them having an impact actually is pretty good, I would have thought. Mm. Um, you mentioned Fisher. So him going to North. I remember a couple of years ago, George, you did tell me <laughs> and Matza, you did say Fisher, all Australian shout. It wasn't last year. It was the year before. It might have been the year before that though. No, nah, no, nah, it wasn't that long ago. <laughs> no, nah, jokes aside. Um, uh, look, talented player. Yeah. Uh, I think he is good. He's a very versatile footballer. So he's good in many positions, but I don't think he's elite in any position. Mm-hmm. And I think when you're versatile, but you don't you don't have a, like a key position to, to kind of stamp your authority, you can kind of become a fringe player. But in a team like North that needs help everywhere, he probably has more of an opportunity to settle in a position and just make it his home. Mm. And like you guys just need more talent, right? He's talent. So mm. yeah, 100%. His kicking is very very good. He's good. He's yeah. agile, he's quick. Mm. He can find the ball. He's left-footed. Clarko likes left-footers, you know, famously. He so look, yeah. I think it's I think it's a good move for us, you know. Better ball users going into the 50, taking out of um our defensive 50. Yeah, no, there's he's really good friends with Griffin Logue. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, so team bonding. There's always a bit of a link there with friendships and stuff. Agent yeah. Logue, love it. Mm. Um, cool. So we'll move on to the Saints now. You did mention Paddy Dow. He's mm. most likely going to the Saints, um, and then Liam Henry has nominated the Saints as well. So a bit of wing and midfield reinforcements there. Yeah, both um, really good. They have really good moves. Yeah, I, I like it. Yeah. It's not bad, like, isn't it? Liam Henry. We saw his potential at the back end of the year when um, Georgie brought him into his. Uh, draft team um, he actually started scoring really well he, he kicks it a lot man he's yeah. not a he's not a handball guy but it, 30 possession on the wing that's mm. a lot of possessions on the wing yeah mm. yeah and you know finally he starts showing potential I can see why Fremantle was sucking a little bit they like to swap like, to be honest yeah, they do they do like <laughs> you know finally a guy, a guy actually starts playing well and he's like catch it guys <laughs> Um, yeah, well, I, then they're prying Luke Jackson from Melbourne. So, it, yeah, what goes true, around comes around. True. You know. And let's be fair, I'd rather have Luke Jackson than Liam Henry. 100%. So. Well, Freer also made the worst trade of the year last year with Blake Akers for the third round pick. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, um, they've, you know what? They've been involved in some really interesting trades because there was another trade, right, that I, I thought about um, a couple of weeks ago. Lockie Weller was like, <laughs> it was like pick two or three for Lockie Weller. And that pick ended up being Andrew Brayshaw. You know what I mean? Like so they well, that, that the Gold Coast, yeah, Gold Coast paid pick two for Weller because they just they needed someone that, that wanted to come yeah. to the <laughs> Where is yeah. he? That's yeah, Weller. Weller. Yeah. He had one good season. Yeah, he's very very he's fringe. That's you know? a shocker. Um, but yeah, anyway. Um, um back to St. Kilda. Paddy Dow could, you know, be that midfield depth. Like apart from Steele, Brad Crouch, you know, maybe a Windhager type guy. Sinclair in there every Sinclair. now and again. I think that I'll, I'd rather Sinclair play off the halfback. I think it's more damaging. Yeah, and that's that's why Paddy Dow is a good pickup because it mm. just it gives him more, um, you know, inside mid specialists. Um, and who knows, he could be really really good for them. I just thought of something. Would Carlton entertain a Jack Billings straight swap? I think Carlton would. Yeah. Mm. Oh, sorry. I think St Kilda would. Yeah, St Kilda for sure. The the thing with Billings, I think he might have a bit of money on his contract. So it makes it a bit interesting. Like, right. what's his value? Like, uh, let's say, for example, I don't know the numbers. If he's getting paid six hundred thousand, you don't want a fringe player for that money. Do you so think he's I'll, paying six hundred thousand? He might be. Remember how high, how highly touted he was. Yeah, he is. But how long was his contract? I've don't yeah. know anything about Th- that's it. That's just that's what I've seen. Is that like with his value is very much determined on which how much the team getting him pays his contract. Mm. You know, if that means like, say, if, I don't think it would be a salary 
dump. Like maybe it would be a salary dump, you know. Um, but you know, if say if North were to you know get an asset out of taking him on, I, I would do it to be honest with you because Billings is he was that high a pick for a reason. He's fast and he's a decent left foot kick as well. Just can't so. get just can't get on the park. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, so Caulfield's leaving, Gresham's leaving, and then there's some rumors about Gresham and um, Dylan Shields swap. Business happening I, there, mate. Saints, stay away from Dylan Shield, man. I don't know why stay they would entertain away. That, to be honest. Like, oh, it's like you're going complete opposite ends of the spectrum with him and Dow. Dow's young, who hasn't had the opportunity to show what he can do. Shield is old and doesn't have the opportunity to show what he can do. But it's different when it's an old guy and a young guy. Mm. You know what I mean? Take take the young guy on, but the old guy. You know, there's a reason why Parish and Merritt and even Setterfield at points is knocking him out of the midfield. He's he's a bit meh, you know. I don't, I don't yeah, think he's that that yeah, great. Yeah, he, he's become meh over the last couple of years. Had yeah. some he's had some good games, but yeah, yeah he's he's meh. Yeah. He used to be really good. Yeah. I remember there was that rumor, and you know what I'm going to say when you guys had the number one pick. That number one pick was Walsh, bro. Yeah, I know, I know. Can you imagine Ugh. if you guys? Can you imagine if you guys sent it for Shield? That's, that's Walsh bad. was better than him in his first year, bro. <laughs> exactly. Easily, easily. Exactly. Um, so the Saints have picked 12, 32, 51, and 87. So 12, you'd think they'd keep that at all costs in any of these moves I they're think doing. So. Um, 32, in terms of getting Henry, free or probably want more. So they've got a bit of work to do as well. I'm sure they'll be involved in some pick swaps and, and stuff like that. So um, pretty interesting for them. I think, what do you think they need to draft the Saints? I reckon they could use a bit more inside stuff. Like if there's an inside mid that is around, maybe take a chance and try to develop one. Yeah, uh, I think they need help in all mm. kind of things. They obviously have a, a, a decent list and they've got a very defensive mindset now under Ross. So I think they'll be around it next year. But I think they can just use talent everywhere. Yep. Yeah, no, I agree. There, there's no position apart from maybe like Max King, his role is untouched. You could probably do with another key forward, maybe. You know, mm. yeah. Um, memory. Def- we don't know what's going to happen with memory. Yeah, hopefully he's all right. Yeah, true. Um, yeah. Key defenders. Who who are the key defenders? Um, Wilkie. Wilkie. And then after that, it's just like they you play. Know, um, Dougal Howard, maybe. Uh, Zane Cordy. Zane Cordy. Yeah, they're they're all pretty solid, you know. So I think yeah, yeah talent wherever you take it, you know, because none of there's not many dudes on their list who are like. You know, uh, elite. This, the elite. elite yeah. That their spot is, you know, is nailed onto the. You know, onto this, you know, oh, how, how on, onto like, the board, onto the board. Yeah, that's it, man. Yeah, yeah. Onto the whiteboard. You know, there's there's those immovable magnets. You know, mm. none of them are those really strong magnets on the board. They can be moved around. It's interesting for the Saints. Obviously, they're going to want to hang on to their spot in the eight and, and hopefully improve. So, pretty big off season for them. Um, yeah. Well, I like Dion Henry. I think that's I think that's that's a a, a safeish, niceish type yeah. of trade. Yeah. yeah. Um, now the Giants. So. The only in that they've been linked with is Elliot Himmelberg, just probably for some tall depth. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, they're linked with his brother there. And then yeah. Matty Flynn is going to the Eagles. Yeah, mm, um, that's fine. I did read today as well. This is a funny one, in my opinion. Um, they've met with Orazio Fantasia <laughs> to revive his career. Now, hey. they've revived Jesse Hogan. There's every chance they can revive Fantasia. <laughs> Why not, man? Why not? Like, he- yeah, I think would it be a rookie list spot? I don't know. Um, I just read it. Earlier. How old is Fantasia? He'd be late twenties. Uh, yeah, possibly even yeah. thirty. Maybe oh, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Neither do I, and it costs him nothing. Mm. Yeah, no, nothing at all. Because they've already got a lot of young, all 
next year, some young and just, you know, generally good small forwards like Bedford, uh, Daniels, Lloyd. Actually, no, Lloyd, Lloyd, Lloyd retired. retired. So he probably could take Lloyd's spot. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I don't mind it. That's fair. Yeah. Um, and they've got pick six and 15 as their notable draft picks six. and then nothing till 54. Yeah, well, that's six is the Taranto slash Hopper pick. Yes. It's not bad. Just take the best player. Yeah. Look, with them, I think mm. they could even use it. You know, if they have someone that they're really interested in in, in the um, draft or as a trade, use it. You know what I mean? Like mm. trade up, you know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Because they don't have too many positions that are weak. Their midfield is fantastic. Mm. They've got decent wings. Their defense is my favorite defense in the league. Like, Can you just maybe... wait to see who falls to you at six and just take yeah. it? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Nate Caddy? Their decisions actually, yeah, probably going to be pretty easy because there's a pretty like defined top crop, mm. and they'll probably just yeah pick up whoever yeah is the last one available. I'm just thinking, oh, but they've already got they already have Hogan, Riccardi, Nate Caddy, not really that. Like they they've could got get Cadman as well. Cadman, oh yeah, geez, I don't think they have a key forward. Like they could get Nick Watson just fall to them in yeah, their lap. That would have been mental. And they've yeah. already got Daniels and Toby Green. That'd be an insane mm. forward line. Yeah, so dangerous, especially when they're playing that like really quick yeah. slingshot football. Mm. That would be perfect for them. Um, so they're pretty good I reckon they're in a very fortunate position man yeah. they, they're going to be contending for the next five years I reckon I agree um, so yeah that's pretty much what's going on with them now the Swans we already kind of touched on the Grundy and Jordan joining them also and, and Adam sorry um, they've also got Hamling that they're going to bring in mm. good defender Oh well premiership defender that left and then stopped playing footy now, you mentioned that off air like I f- completely mm. forgot he was in that dog's team yeah. Mm. yeah he's a solid player man and they need the key defender Key defender help. Yeah. So, yeah. It's a good one. Um, Dylan Stevens actually going to be going to North. So, he was a top yeah. five pick. Yeah. Oh, pick five a couple of years ago, four years ago now, I think. Um, he had a few good games this year early on, but he just, he's, his spot's just never been mm-hmm. guaranteed because they have a lot of, you know, they have a lot of wing players like Goulden floats out onto the wing, Braden Campbell. Like yeah. Rowbottom. Ro- yeah. Just a whole bunch of guys. Florent, Ro- McInerney. They've got, yeah. play, got players for days. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I don't think it's it's bad on him. It's just, you know, it doesn't look it doesn't look bad on Steve. I think he just wants to come home. Well, he's yeah. a Melbourne boy. Yeah, I think he he's he's born in South Australia, but he was brought up in Melbourne, something like that. So he's going right. to link to both states. But yeah, um, yeah, um, um, very happy with that pickup from North as well. Again, oh, yeah. similar to Zach Fisher, just another good ball user. He's really quick and. I don't know. Could he become a little? Could he go on the inside a little bit, maybe, just to get a bit more pace into that midfield? I don't know. We'll see how we go. We'll find out. Um, they've also got pretty strong hand in the draft as well. Like a pick essentially every ten um, picks. So 11, 23, 31, 42, 50, and eighty six. So they can probably do what they do, um, and they did it last year. I think is they like own in on a player that they like and just move yeah. around some picks to go get them. Mm. Um, so they'll probably be pretty calculated in who they decide to target. You'd think probably some tall depth, given that that's what they always sort of linked with. Yeah. If um, they can manage to get like, what was it? Was it 11? Connor O'Sullivan. Yeah, I was going to say Ale- yeah. O'Sullivan at around 11. He'd be fantastic. That yeah. would be a great pickup for them. You know, key defender. And that's about his value is mm. the 10 mark. So Yeah, I reckon you're on the, on the money with that one, Mata. Um, cool. So we're on to the dogs now. We did talk already about Harms and Caulfield joining them. Sweet out um that's about it so far with the doggies let me just check out their hand in the draft they've got yeah. picks 10 17 37 and then some in the 60s and beyond yeah so they're conjuring something up so they've been mm. linked to give 10 17 
and their future first to get Gold Coast four. So f- three first round picks. For wow. Four. Who's and who's four? Dersma. Who knows? Dersma, Nick Watson. It depends. Who mm. do they want? Do they want Riley Sanders? Do mm. they want another midfielder because or they Mc- seem to just keep wanting midfielders? McKerchup, maybe. McKerchup, yeah. Who knows? You know, maybe they think, oh, you know, we want to put Bont back in the forward line because he's dangerous, even though we have freaking seventeen key forwards. I don't know what's going on mm. there, and they're also going to get Croft, who's another two hundred centimeter key forward. <laughs> They just they're they're a weird team, man. They're a weird team. They are a weird team. I don't know what they're conjuring up for pick four, but obviously they have someone that they like. Yeah, I think it's Nick Watson. But um, that would be yeah. Well, if they got Watson and Waitman, mm. it's pretty dangerous. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that'd be because their forward line, like apart from Waitman, like there's no like um, what's it called? Smalls. Um, yeah, no smalls. No, you know. Um, at the bottom of the pack type guys they're all they're all huge you know Jones Arthur Jones yeah but like let's be fair he has a little bit of excitement but we're not really no uh, like it wouldn't surprise me if he was delisted in two years yeah that's right like, straight up like so yeah we've mentioned Watson. we've mentioned Watson a few times already I don't, just want to make it clear I don't think he's the best player in the draft maybe not even like top three or anything but mm. we saw in the grand final how valuable those damaging small forwards can be so there's mm. a lot of teams that like the dogs probably think they're a finals team. Mm. Having a guy like Watson just really elevates you, I think. Yeah. Um, it, but you got to think, it's like, are those those three picks that they would give up? So 10, 17, and future first. Would you give that for Tom Papley? No, I wouldn't personally. Wouldn't? I, I, yeah. I think it's a bit much. Would you give it for Charlie Cameron? Yes. Yes, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Would you give it for... Oh, who do you compare Nick Watson to? Like as a small forward, like he's very unique. He's very, yeah, unique. He's, he's very unique. Like how many small forwards garner that much, mm. you know, value? I, I don't know. <laughs> is is if if that's what they're going for? Yeah. Because you got to, I think you got to put it into perspective like that. They're trading up a lot for mm. one person. Well, they obviously think that they've got the pieces to win flag, mm. and we kind of think that they do, but we also don't think that they do because they just they just meander. <laughs> exactly. Just, yeah. It's interesting, but you're right. They do have something cooking there, so we'll see if they can get that done. Um, where are we now? So the Crows. Um, we mentioned Dude leaving and McAdam. There's Chris Burgess who's nominated the Crows. Now he um, he's been really good apparently in Gold Coast VFL team. But what was it leading goal kicker in the VFL? Go. So. Um, but apparently they might move him back because Dude leaving. So yeah. all that goal kicking, I don't think is going to be why they're bringing him in, which is pretty funny. Yeah. Um, mm. Other but, than that, yeah. no noise on the Crows' front as far as I can see. McAdam goes um, and then Himmelberg, you know, has been linked to GWS. That becomes a little bit more interesting because cause they're not getting Chol. Um, Himmelberg, they need another replacement for Himmelberg. So, hmm. they'll be in the market. Maybe, like my thought was maybe like Lachlan Keefe just as a stopgap, you know. So, just make it a little easy little swap between you and GWS. But... Uh, I don't know how much they value him. Mm. Um, well, it's interesting. I mean, they've got pick nine in the draft, so they could easily just grab like O'Sullivan or mm. one of those other young tools as well. Is, um, is there any highly talented South Australian boys in this draft off the top of your head? Like, I I can't really... No, not that high. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of Victorians. A couple, uh, couple Curtin of Tazzies, from, WA, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. That, that's Because uh, fair enough that they want to target the South Australian guys. Yeah, why not? If they're mm. in that zone, of mm. course you'd pick them up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they've got 9, 21, 24. So 
to be honest with you, I think just with the list they've got, they'll be pretty good next year. Mm. Um, so, yeah, pretty interesting to see. They might have something up their sleeve, but nothing going on right now. So, we can probably move on on them. Mm. Um, we mentioned the Bombers. So, the Gresham one will look like it's happening. They're also going to bring in two North boys, Matza. So, Ben Mackay and Goldie. Yeah. I like the Ben Mackay pickup for them. Like, they're going to pay him a lot, but not that that much in the end. Um so, you know, pick three is coming our way, which is good. Um, but with Ben Mackay, you're getting a guy who can play on the big key forwards, which Zerk Thatcher, they wanted him to do, but he can't. Um, and then when you add an extra key defender like that, it allows Jordan Ridley to play more intercept and more yeah. um, run and jump, which he's very good at. So, and apparently they're really good mates. So that's, um, yeah, nice little, uh, yeah, it works out well for both for Mackay, for Essendon mm. and for North. So. Yeah. What's the Goldie one though? Just a replacement for Phillips? A yeah. Bit and, of, uh, surely Draper still Draper's main ruck. apparently dealing with some injuries to start the year. Right. So he'll probably be number one ruck to start off, I would have thought. Well, that's going to be weird, isn't it? Very Seeing weird. Yeah, it's a bit so yuck. Weird. It's yeah, very yuck. It is. It is. Um, yeah. it's, still, it's still weird to me seeing um, Ben Brown play for Melbourne to me. Like when, you, when he does the big run up, I'm just like, oh. <laughs> That run up. That it was got out. easier when he shaved yeah. his head. It got a lot easier. Yeah, it did. It did. <laughs> true. But Goldie, I don't think that'll ever. That's worse. That is worse than Ben Brown. That's true. like a nightmare seeing him in like Essendon colors. Yes, no, legit. It's, it's going to be bad. But it, at the same time, I don't know if Essendon will be making enough noise for me to really care. To be honest, I hope not. We'll see. I, um, I did just want to remind you guys they do have um, Elijah Sardis, who yeah. was a very high end pick last he didn't year. Play, did he? He played really late in the season. No. Um, he's very good. He's actually got some outside skills well, for also, them. They've still got Nick Cox as well, which we kind of forgot Correct. about. Correct. Um, so you mix that in with their really good midfield already, obviously with Merritt, mm. Parrish. Um, Zach Reid as well. Is Zach Reid. key defender. Yeah. Like high, high draft pick that yeah. hasn't had a good run. So that could be a really formidable back mm. three if, you know, if... Um, he gets fit and you know True. shows his potential that he showed early on. Mm-hmm. So and they've got pick eight, twenty eight, forty seven, and then some much later picks. So mm-hmm. there's room there if they draft well. They've got some good young talent developing mm-hmm. to actually have a few like up and coming sort of stars on the team. But mm-hmm. um, we all just like seeing him go bad. We like seeing him go badly. Like so, True, hopefully true. that uh, maintains um, <laughs> into twenty twenty four. Um, it was actually just also um, D'Ambrosio wanting to go to Hawthorne. I just thought I'd mention that as well. So, yeah, um, yeah he wasn't playing for them, so I, I guess they shouldn't be too surprised. Yeah, they're one. all. Um, I've noticed like on Twitter, but this is on Twitter. They're all sooking about him leaving. Like, settle down. Like, you didn't, you weren't playing him. You got him in the mid-season draft, and now you're going to get a second or third round pick out of him. Just t- you know, take it and run. Hundred percent. Um, now the cats. It feels just strange that we. Have gone this far and haven't mentioned the cats yet, but it's refreshing, bro. Um, <laughs> so Radagalia wants out, so we mentioned that. There's not been a single player really strongly linked or nominating Geelong, which is very interesting because mm. usually they're always taking something. There's like a queue. So um, the only one I actually just saw before was the delisted Tim O'Brien from the Dogs, maybe giving a chance at the Cats. Yes, so which well. he won't play. So yeah, um, I'll just have a look at their picks as well just bear with me but what do you guys think like what do they need i mean they're an interesting one i think they need midfield power mm. Mm. don't they yeah no probably right because like if dangerfield Danger doesn't yeah. play it's just like tom atkins tanner bruin um yeah, i don't even know who else max holmes 
Max right. Holmes is good. Yeah, but it's... Who was the, the early pick that they got? Uh, oh, yeah, Jack Clark. Jack Clark will play. Yeah, you hope. You know, mm-hmm. if he gets a bit of game and time. And J- Jack Bowes. And Jack Bowes. I might like, play a bit of midfield Guthrie's, time. Because Guthrie's really old now. Dangerfield's yeah. old. They don't have much time left. What about a key forward? Because, again, mm. Hawkins will play one more year. Um, and you got to develop someone next to Cameron. Cameron, but Cameron, like, he should be good for a couple of years still, but he's still, like, in his 30s, isn't he? Isn't he? He's not young. It's it's a weird team because if they don't make, if they don't, like, make finals, they're wasting Jeremy Cameron. They're wasting, um, mm. that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of it out of their really, really good players. Tom Stewart, like, good mm. players in their prime. Mm. It's just those two. It's just Stewart and Cameron. Well, they've oh. got um, so pick seven and then pick eighty-two. So they've really just got pick seven. Okay. <laughs> um, um, look, I hope that that's a pick that North can sort of try to pry out of their hands. Hey, we'll give you fourteen and nineteen for you seven. Know what I mean, yeah. So you have two picks. You have two bites of the apple, maybe even three bites of the apple, and then we get what well, you know. We get a high pick because mm. I don't know. Is one you know top ten pick what they need to rejuvenate their list? Probably not. Same could be said for us, though. Like, we could probably use a few more bites at the apple. Yeah, but we're going to have two very nice, juicy bites at the top. And then I wouldn't mind a third, you know, relatively juicy bite. You know, That's just gluttony, bro. That's just gluttony. Yeah, well, like, <laughs> man likes to eat, you know. Um, okay, so we'll just see how the cats go. But no, there's no noise there, so we can move on. Um, what about the Tigers? So... Jacob Kaczynski, who all the Richmond fans are talking up as if he's like going to have a massive impact. He's very average in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. So that's the only one that's reported to go there at the moment. Mm. And then leaving them, nothing of note. Um, there, there was actually Josh Jenkins who's been doing a bit of talking in the media lately thinking that they're a contender for Wooden Spoon next year. Your thoughts? Look, their team without Tom Lynch fit... Like, there's not much going forward because Jack Raywalt's obviously he's retired. Then it's like Samson Ryan, now Kaczynski. You know, where do the, where do the goals come from from the big guys? There's another, know? there's the other small player, the left footer in the forward line. Not Shy Bolton. No, he's not Shy Bolton. He's a, he's a small forward. I'm lost, bro. I can't remember. I haven't, I haven't thought about Richmond Tigers for, mm. for months now. But like, yeah, look, I don't think they're bad enough to go bottom. Because you still have a decent midfield group in Taranto, Martin when he goes in there, Shy Bolton. <laughs> and then, you know, hopefully they can have a bit more fitness from guys like um, Tom Lynch. Uh, Gibkus, who did he miss the whole year in the end? Gibkus, yeah. Gibkus, mm-hmm. Noah Bolter is one of the best intercept players most in the intercept, league. Most intercept marks in the comp. Yes. So, look, it's really not that bad. It's really not that bad, but like... Yeah, look, if Jenkins wants a bit of, you know, notoriety, mm. fair enough, man. Well, also got a something. new coach. You know, what game style does he bring to the Tigers? Does he continue the same kind of mm. crazy get it forward at all costs Richmond game style? Or do they change it up a little bit? Yeah. Uze has been very um, highly touted as a potential coach. So I'm expecting good things. Yeah. Well, they've... Um, who knows? I agree. I think, yeah, last is a bit harsh. Bottom four, I wouldn't put it past it, but mm. they've lost Cochin, Rewalt, Tarrant. Castagna all through retirement. Tom Lynch yeah. still injury clouds moving into preseason. So he's Oh wow. That's bad. You know, if he's out for chunks of the season again, then you're just left with Dusty, assuming he's fit, hmm. Shy Bolton, 
and then Taranto as mm. your really like star players. Yeah. And then it's again Samson, Ryan, and Kaczynski yeah. as your forwards. So I, I see it as well. Like, yeah. it can go right or wrong. The sort of maybe a bit of luck will dictate how they go, but mm. they've got picks 26. So because they traded for Taranto and Hopper, their hand is pretty poor considering mm. how bad they were last year. So 26, 45, and then some really late ones. Mm. Um, Maybe they'll try to get creative, but maybe they just sort of sit there and just develop what they've got and just take someone. Yep. Um, but that'll become like pick 30 plus by that point. So it's not looking good for them. Um, interesting. Uh, we're almost done, boys. So a couple more. Frio, we've already sort of discussed them. So Hamling and Henry leaving. Not much in the in terms of coming in that I've seen. Have you guys... Yeah. Um, Nah. I'm what about Sh- Sh- is there Sean Darcy potentially going somewhere? Matt has been hot on this for a while. Oh, I'd love him at North, man. And that's that's what they've been like. They've been saying, "Oh, Clarko went to Perth. Who's he? Ha- who's he having a chat to? <laughs> the sausage. You know, the sausage. He'd be a good pickup for us. Oh, you know, he'd be a good like, pickup for anyone. Yeah, true. Yeah. Anyone that needs like, oh, he could go to Port as well. <laughs> <laughs> they do not have the assets to get him. No. Um, but would yeah. you guys give up first round pick for him? Yeah. Would yeah, you yeah. give up pick three? Fourteen or nineteen? Yeah, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable giving up three, to be honest with you. No that's, way. No but way. that's probably what they'll want. Mm. Awesome. If they said, look, what's their first pick? 22. Oh, then I was going to say if we could shift three back, but that that, that pick's a Melbourne pick now. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I'd rather just take the best at three maybe. Maybe you go 14 and 19. Mm. I'd give two, but not top five. Top five is huge. Mm. Yeah. And they um so yeah again their hand is pretty poor so I mentioned twenty two forty one fifty five mm. and then some later ones and that's because of the Jackson stuff yeah. so and see we can give them two bites of the apple and then we can take Sean Darcy <laughs> this, this apple that's is the apple farmer today oh, mate that's him man <laughs> Granny Smith um so yeah they're pretty boring at the moment too the Dockers so we'll move on to the Suns we did mention already Chole who Damien Hardwick must just hate. So he's leaving. <laughs> he's going to be twice. Shipping That's him off bullshit. again. Um, oh. Burgess leaving as well. Holland's probably leaving as well. Not much by the way of Inns again. But um, their draft is yes. going to be the easiest draft of all time. So their picks, I'm just going to read them out because it's pretty funny and it's going to become even more, right? So they've got four, which you mentioned before, the dogs and other teams want mm. because they've got three first-round talents, including the best key forward mm. that three are all in their 10. academy. Oh. They're all in their academy. Two are top 10, one probably top 15. Yeah, safely yeah. all three top mm. uh, first-round picks and Jed Walters is going to be the number one forward going. Mm. So that pick four is going to become a couple later picks. But for now, 4, 29, 35, 43, 57, 61, 66, 69, 79. So they're just basically hoarding picks for points. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the thing is that all the guys that, that they're getting, like forward in, in Walter, who's like high pressure, big, big key forward, like that's fantastic. The other, the Ruckman is going to be the developing Ruckman next to Wits for the next three, four years. And you see how he goes. He's like Luke Jackson vibes is what they're saying. They're like calling him a unicorn, you know, skillful, mm. quick for his height. Unicorn. Yeah, yeah, that's what they're calling See, him. See, you don't know. That's that's what every NBA tall guy's called. Right. So you, you, that's probably a bit foreign to you to hear. Unicorn. Skillful big guys are just unicorns. Yeah, they're all unicorns. <laughs> um, and then Jake Rogers, who's an undersized mid, but he's very, very good. So, yeah, that's... That's the 20% of the list that Damon Hardwick is waiting for. <laughs> exactly right. Pretty much, bro. They're, they're all going to be guns. So so there's yeah, pretty much nothing by way of established players that's linked with them at the moment. They're mm-hmm. probably just all in picks mode 
and get these three in and they'll probably call it a day. Yeah. Um, so we'll move on then to the Hawks. So the Hawks have Kajitsky and Brockman wanting out. Mm. Brockman to the Eagles. D'Ambrosio coming in. D'Ambrosio in. Uh, Chol, Chol in. in. Yeah. Who Chol for them I like a lot actually. Mm. Same. Their ruck situations, like they've got a few useful big guys, but none of them really skillful. Mm. Well, it means that they can, they'll probably have to make a decision between Reeves and the other guy. Meek. Other guy? Meek, yeah. Between those two guys. Because then you, I feel like you can't have... Like if you have Chole as a Chol, really Chol good, second ruck. Yeah, exactly. He's actually a, a solid second ruck. So you you might as well, you know, have him chop out whoever the number one is out of Reeves and Thingo. Um, I don't know. I think, I don't know who's better out of Reeves and Meek. They're both kind of the same. Reeves may be slightly better because of just this, this sheer size. Mm. But It's interesting. Yeah, anyway. Um, so yeah, a couple wins for them. Obviously, the Hawks. I'll just get to their picks yeah, in a moment. Top, so they've got top what? Their pick four. Pick three. Yeah, it'll probably become yeah, it becomes four. Pick four. Um, and then 30, 49, 78. So there's talks of them trying to get one offering like pick three and their future first for one and and stuff mm. like that. I don't think they'll get it. Um, so with that pick three, yeah, they're gonna have a good player coming in for sure. Yeah, whoever it is, it, out of the the Dersma. Um, McKercher, Watson, whoever drops, they pick up and I think they'd be pretty happy. Correct. Um, but otherwise, yeah, we sort of discussed the rest um, as we were going. So, we'll leave it at that. Mm. Um, now, North. So, there's a Stevens few... Stevens and yeah, Fisher. We've Stevens and Fisher about. in, we've discussed. There's a few outs as well. So, we did mention Goldie and Mackay, but let's not forget Aaron Hall, Zeebull. Cunnington. Cunnington retiring. Mm. Um, interesting times for North. Here's my thing. Even though all these old guys are going, they're all at the tail end and Hall and Cunnington hardly played, mm. right? So I'm not too, too concerned with like, oh, we're getting all, all these old players going. Now we're going to get even worse. That's just not the case. We're already bad. So I think it could be addition via subtraction in this case where mm. now you have an opportunity for a young guy to take those spots and they could really flourish. Yeah. And if we were to go up the ladder at all, it's going to be because of that. Are you guys linked to any experienced players? You know, rebuilding teams might throw in some experience to... Nothing too obvious other no. than Stevens and Fisher. Then no. there's more like project players. Like there's um Richmond's Nguyen. tall guy. Nguyen. Um, Big O'an Nguyen. 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 Um, which like he looks exciting. I don't know how good at football he is, but yeah. he's got the athleticism. We got Toby Pink. Uh, from uh, from the Sandful. I love, me and Matt always talk about it, like those yeah. key defenders from VFL or Sandful or something that just, mm. you know, they're in the 190 centimeter plus range, like 195. Mm. They're developed because they're about 25 odd years old or, yeah. or older. Just give them a shot, You just man. like plug them in, just give them a shot. You know, yeah. like Mitch Adams, these sort of guys. Like we, we need someone like that. So, mm. Mm. Um, mm. but it's more so about the butt at the apple as Matt's theme has been today. So pick two, <laughs> pick two's ours. Three will be the combo for Makai. And then there's 14 thanks to Port Adelaide and 19 thanks to the AFL. So yep. we've got a lot going on there. Matt's has got the apple off the table yeah, there. Too, now you got to bite it. <laughs> Live on stream. Um, so look, North's going to have a lot to do. It's going to be very interesting. Coaching shake up as well. Essentially, all the coaches are going to be new aside from Clarko. Yeah. Barlow um, comes in, you know. Barlow, Xavier Clark. Yeah. Barlow, the, like the best first year player since, uh, since she. she's. But he was mature age. Yeah, I know. Yeah, well, so actually, yeah, best first year players, those two, and Walsh. Like, let's be honest, they're up there. Dacos as well. Ashcroft. Mm. Ashcroft. 
Um, so yeah, exciting for North. We'll get into the draft stuff more in a few weeks' time. Yeah, but um, then we go to the Eagles now. I'm a bit worried about the Eagles, boys. Surely there should be m- more noise about the Eagles. There's really not. They've brought so, in Matty Flynn. Yeah. Ruck. So, okay. You for got Nick a Ruckman? Nat. For Nick Nat. That's yeah. the one big change. Uh, Brockman. High potential wing slash small forward. Yeah. I like that move. So, then though, they've lost. Hearn's retired. Nadanui's retired. Shuey's retired. They've got pick one, 20, 34, 39, and then some really late ones. What do you think they should do with the number one pick? Obviously, Harley Reid, I wholeheartedly believe he's the best player in the draft. Just mm. take him, bro. <clears throat> but if you can get North's to 14, 19, is that what they need more? Would you guys give up those three picks? For I me? reckon we would, yeah. I would do two, 14, 19. I just don't want to give two and three. That's, no, no, my, no. that's my thing. Yeah. Like Two and three that's too much. No, is, no, no. is a lot. That's too much. You know? And they don't have another pick to give us back. Like if they had another top 10 pick to give us back, I'd be like, okay, sure. Well, but, from West Coast's yeah. point of view, I think ultimately if North offers that, they'd be stupid not to take it. And that's not even me thinking as a North fan. I just think you're moving back one spot to get the next best kid in the draft mm. and then two first round picks. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, it, the issue is, I find, is that Curtin is a he looks like a gun, right? But he's not the he's not the next best player in the draft. That's the issue. If he was a clear number two, I don't think you'd have any hesitation in taking the clear number two, who's a Western Australian guy. He might be though, man. He might See, be. That's the, but yeah, true. He's one ninety five. He mm. plays halfback, key back, and midfield. He's got thirty possession games playing midfield as a one ninety five, mm. mainly defender. He's 18 years old. He might grow to 197 centimeters and then become like a Darcy Moore. He's like, he could be like Darcy Moore. He could be a tall Will Day. Like, there's a, there's a high, there's high potential. Will Day's already tall. I know. Will Day is already (laughs) tall. Um, So it's interesting, man. Uh, There's a lot of pressure on them. There's a lot of people that have left their club. They need more talent. I think, I don't even know if North would offer that. That's why I'm saying if they did. Mm. I think they should take it. Yeah, true. Um, true. Or if another team offered three first round picks, I, they I should think take it. It's pretty clear they're going to be bad next year. Yeah, they're yeah. going to be bad. I think it's very like like spoiler alert. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, if we do our little ladder thing again, they're probably bottom again. Um, Interesting. And then um, they'd get some priority picks. Yeah. Um, well, I'm sure they will ask for it. <laughs> oh, I'm sure, they have to. Have to. Uh, and then I'll be fuming if they do get it. <laughs> <laughs> that pushes back our picks by one. <laughs> this is bullshit. Um. Yeah. Funny. Um, <laughs> that's about it, boy. So we've gone through all eighteen teams without an ad. So no installer ream, no, yeah. no nothing. Um, hope you guys. <laughs> um, hope you yeah, listeners and we'll viewers get demonetized now. Yeah, we're gonna get demonetized. Damn. <laughs> um, nah. Hey, do you know? Wasn't it last week we were talking about breakout players? Yes. Do you want to go re- revisit the last ten teams? Quick fire, little. Uh, the bottom eight. Or yeah, bottom eight. I think it was the bo- bottom, bottom ten. Bottom ten. Bottom ten. It feels so weird saying bottom ten. Okay, we'll start it's from the, the bottom. Uh, West Coast the Eagles. Breakout players. Harley Reid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> true. Uh, look, maybe if someone like a when they when they get Brockman, he's a very high, you know, potential kid. They also have someone like Elijah Hewitt, who you know was quietly you know building into the season and looking. My boy right. Jermaine Jones. Jermaine Jones, baby. <laughs> I'm going to go um, someone they picked with a first-round pick, not last year, the year before, Campbell Chesser. He's okay. been injured. He hasn't had a chance to show his worth, but I'll go, you know what? Off half-back, he might have more of a chance or on the wing. That seems like a huge flyer because I saw nothing from him. Yeah, no, he hasn't year. done well. That's why like I'm saying breakout candidate. So I'm going to go for someone who's not proved it yet okay. to show something next year. Mm. 
cool. Yeah, I don't know about them, bro. Jimby? No, he's not going to break. He's too. He's still too young for mm. him to break out. Fair. What about North Melbourne? We'll let George go first on this one. I'm keen to hear what you think. Um, I think someone like Taron Thomas could go even further. Mm. Like he had a good year, but can he become like an All Australian half forward? Um, yeah. he's my pick. Yeah, I like that one, like, and that's probably one that I would have said. As I don't well. want to say something like she's or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, he's already he's BNF. already broken he's already out. the BNF. Man. Mm. Yeah, no, nah, I think to be honest, Taron Thomas is the best pick there because he plays in the guts, he uses it well, and you know it's going to be a contract year as well. So he probably wants to really you know drain as much money out of our club as possible, which is fair enough. That's what you got to do. Um, apart from that, if I'm to go to another player. I think depending on where he lines up next season and if he's fit, Charlie Coman. Mm. Because he was really attacking and really like defense. And how can I say it? His energy and his effort last year when he was playing, making tackles, um, bringing pressure to defenders was fantastic. So I don't know if he's going to play forward next year or if he's going to play in the defense because I think he could be really good. You know, Physically, he has the attributes to play in the defense as well. Mm. So I'm going to go with Coman. I'm going to go Josh Goda off halfback. Two right. two years in the system now. He's shown some skill, some athleticism, intercept off halfback. And there's a spot for him now. Hall's gone. Zeeble's gone. Mm. There's room for him to step up. So I'll, I'll take a smoky on him. Cool. Um, Hawks. Oh, well, they already had a huge breakout player in Will Day this year. Um, and, Jay, and Jay Newcomb. So yeah. who could go? Who can go next? Um, they've got a couple of mids like Josh Ward's been in the system for a couple of years um, Connor McDonald been there a couple of years do they take their game to the next level third mm. year in the system not yeah. sure and then there's the other one as well the Sam Mitchell clone yeah but um, he's still too young I think McKenzie yeah mm. Ward's a good shot he's mm. a good player yeah I like that one um, then we have the Suns Gold Coast Suns breakout talent yeah, I think they've got a, they've got a few dudes who we already sort of know about, but like when it comes to breakouts, um, does Ballard you know show that he can do it more th- more than for just half a season and have a really good full season and you know be an All Australian? Maybe it's his opportunity to mm. break out. But Lacocious, does he he kind of half broke out? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. He's never he's, can he kick forty fifty goals. I think Probably. he can. Yeah. Yeah. What about the other mid first year player that Bailey Humphrey? Humphrey. He's got talent. Mm. Probably still sh- a bit early, but yeah. Yeah. It depends on position where he plays. Like, because if they play him in the forward line, he might get a little bit lost there. Um, yeah. But weird one for them. I can't. Mm. It's hard to pick one there. What about the Frio Dockers? We all know mine for this one. He's just Hayden Young. So yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, and, I, don't, yeah. I don't know, Amis. Amis. Yeah, Jai Erasmus as well. He's been in the system for like yeah. three years now. Mm. Um, yeah. Michael, is it not Michael? Matthew Johnson. Mm. Matthew Johnson, he looked really good at the back end of he the did. year. Like, because he's, the thing with him, he's not the quickest, but like, he's a good extractor and he uses it super well. Like, he's very classy. Who's the left footer that, oh, I'm forgetting so many names today. I don't know. I'm just like asking you, who's that left footer? He kicks. <laughs> Matthew uh, Suckling? No, no. He is a left footer. <laughs> he is a left footer. I can't remember his name for Frio. 
couple Ob- of years in the system. Obviously, same listen, draft as Erasmus. I think. Not not Hayden Young, obviously. No, we're already going with him. Same draft as Erasmus. So Erasmus, um, it was Jai Amos. He's, it was Jai Amos, Erasmus, and Mac and Mark, Matthew Johnson. Oh, was it? Yeah. So there's another kid. I can't remember. My, Wagner. Not Wagner. <laughs> See if uh, I can find uh, it. Clark? Lockie Schultz? Definitely not. Bro, you're making someone up, bro. No, I'm not. You're I'm going to go through the whole Frio team now. Yeah, no. Nah, uh, we'll get back to you. We'll get back to that one. Nathan O'Driscoll? Yes. There we go. That's an interesting one. Yeah. Noddy. Thank you for picking that because I was doing my head. I've got a headache just trying to think of that name. <laughs> I like Nod, bro. He's good. Yeah, all right. Yeah, cool. Um, the Tigers, breakout candidate. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to need a few. They do. They do. Well, look, Josh Gibbs. 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 Yeah. Um, Josh Gibbs. I think that's a guy who can, you know, maybe follow in the footsteps of Bolter and just be intercepting everything, you know, maybe hold down a key position spot, like as in hold down a key forward. Yeah. Yeah, I'll agree with that. I'm looking Tyler at the list Young. now. Tyler Young? Okay. Yeah, interesting one. It's the name. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a young player, yeah, young defender, yeah. Um, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. None move of the players on, really catch on, the eye. Let's move on. Yeah. Collier Dawkins. Collier Dawkins. I think, he's, I think he got delisted like two years ago, bro. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, what about the Cats? They need a couple youngsters to step up as well. Mm. I think it should be primed for Tanner Bruin because now he's had a bit of time in the midfield. He'll have another preseason under his belt. We all know that, you know, yeah, he was a highly, he was a hype draft pick. So hopefully he can, you know, show what he's worth. What about Mitch Nevitt? I quite liked him this year. I thought he's pretty good. Yeah. Nevitt. Knevitt, <laughs> the like tall blonde kid, yeah. you know, he was sort of a winger, sort of a... He was a backman, wasn't he? Nah, nah, nah. He was a... I feel like he was playing on the wing or on the inside a little bit. So, yeah, that's not a bad one. You know, he gets a bit more muscle. He's got the frame. So, yeah, Nevitt's not bad. Does Holmes go another level as I, well? I think he does. See how quick he was, the AFL Grand Final Sprint? Oh, man, he won by like two or three that's meters. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I was like, I didn't even watch it. I knew Holmes was going to win. <laughs> Oh, I still thought Dusty Tucker might have won, but anyway, a bit but, uh, disappointed there. I, I, always robbed, huh? <laughs> always yeah, robbed, man. Um, what about the Bombers, boys? I'm going to go Tardis. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. We've seen what he's, you know, two um, counterparts in the... No, they, they were, I feel like they were all good mates. Him, Sheasel, and Wardlaw. They mm. were kind of, you know... They were that the two that... Two of the three that North had to pick was out of those ones. I can't really explain this very well. But no, nah, yeah, out of the three of those, North had to pick two and uh, Tsardis was the remainder. Remainder. You know I struggle with that word. <laughs> I like um, Perkins. Archie. Yeah, yeah. I like that now one. Now that Tip and Woody, Tip and Woody would have been my pick, but now that he's delisted <laughs> or retired. Fair enough, man. What about Elwin Davy Jr.? I don't know. He's got some talent. There's twin. They're twins, right? The Jalen or Jaden? Jaden Davy. Jaden Davy. Jaden Davy didn't play, did he? Nah, no, he was injured. Mm. Um, but they've got a few of those smalls that can develop. What about um, the Adelaide Crows? Rochelle is my first pick. Rochelle. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I think uh, he'll go to another level. He could get a m- bit more midfield time, you know, find it a bit more with that experience that he'll have now. I like that one. Um, other than that, oh. Max McElhaney was good in his first year. I don't know what his sort of growth curve will look like, but 
Riley Thibblethorpe, huge year for him next year. He was a top three pick. Mm. See, he's the one where like, can he be a number one ruck full time? I don't think so. See, not right now. A couple of years maybe. Yeah, because if if he could be, then I think it makes their midfield look a lot more dynamic. You know, a lot because Riley O'Brien, I like him, but he's not the most mobile guy. He's just he's just hit out machine. Mm. So Adelaide need another superstar mid. My opinion. Mm. Clayton Oliver. Oliver. They need Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> Make they, it happen, George. They did the dream for one day, the Crows. <laughs> Um, and the last one is the Western Bulldogs. Breakout player. Well, look, Jamara yeah, played really well this year. This year, you know, it's it feels like it's natural that this is going to be his 50 or 60 goal year. Yeah. Just, you know, progression-wise. I reckon Bont's going to break out. <laughs> I think yeah. he's going to go supercharged level, get 40 votes in the brown line and still lose to someone next year. <laughs> Can I say one that's going to sound like I'm joking, but I'm actually not? Okay. Given the contract he just signed, Norton. Aaron Norton, uh, kick 65 to 70 goals. Come on. Yeah. We've come to that point I now. I dare you, bro. I dare you. You've, <laughs> you've come to the point. Now. You've signed the big dollars. Time to pay it back. Mm. See, the thing with Norton that bugs me is that I just I want him to be a key defender because you know he'd be super good at it mm. and he'd probably be an All-Australian most years. But... And they have because they've got so many forwards. Uh, anyway, yeah. okay. that's just me. That's me. The if dog, I was the dogs are bus case, I'm not watching them next year <laughs> until they change their coach. I'm sick of their game style. I'm sick of the fact that they got players but they can't play. I'm sick of the fact that they can't defend transition. Yeah. I'm sick of the fact that they have like superstar midfielders everywhere yet they can't do anything mm. with it. George, it's yeah. annoying, man. Where's Sam Darcy? Where's oh, Sam that's Darcy? Two or five centimeter Ruckman key defender. Out. Is he? He's he's not he's not he was injured. a bit injured last year at yeah. times. Um, nah, get him in there, mate. I'm I'm sick of it. Man, there's a enjoy his boycott on the dogs. Interesting. <laughs> Didn't see that coming. If look, anyone puts him in their eight next year, you're out of the pod. You're out of the, uh, look, <laughs> you're out of the pod. They they're hoarding 200 plus centimeter key forward <laughs> Ruckman. I'm over it. Like legit, like right. stop hoarding him, bro. I know, like, Share him with the rest of the comp. I know, man. I want one of English Norton. Darcy, Croft, Lob. I want one of them. Bustlinger. Bustlinger. They've got Lob as well. Jeez. Bro, it's ridiculous. They've got too many. I'm over it. Agreed. I'm with you, man. I'm I'm boycotting them as well. I'm with you, bro. (laughs) Stuff them. You know what? No better way to end the pod. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Unless there was anything else you guys wanted to. No, no. That was good, good, man. Done. No worries. Well, look, big week of trades and free agency coming up. I'm sure we're going to have a lot to talk about next week. Probably more to do with what happened. Concrete stuff. Concrete stuff and who we thought won the trades and free agent moves. So, it'd be interesting. Mm. Um, Thanks, everyone, for watching and listening. We'll see you on the next one. Cheers. Bye.